folks, I'm WWE Hall of Famer Hacksaw Jim Duggan, and you're listening to the podcast Small Package. Give me a hold, buddy. Oh! Hey, everybody, it's Corey Poindexter here with your boy. It is your boy, it is your boy, it is Bob Fackety. And today on a Small Package show, NXT TakeOver Philadelphia, the Royal Rumble. Japan went over. Do we have... Co-W-W-E Champions No we don't God damn it Bob Spoiler warning That and so much more news Today on the Small Package Show Hit them with it Bob Small Package How's it going? Yo, 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 small as fuck. All right, dudes. So, like, I mean, Royal Rumble. Let's just jump into it. Okay, Bob. It's the biggest thing to talk about. It's the best thing to talk about. Bob, real quick. Yeah. Cover thine ears. Because I mean, I know the end of the match. I'm talking about. I'm going to real quick talk. Take over Philly. Okay. Real quick. Well, I'm just gonna wa- I'm just gonna go get me a glass of water. How about that? Go get a glass of water and don't pay attention. What I'm saying. Bob hasn't had a chance to watch it yet. NXT Takeover Philadelphia happened this weekend, and my God, it was incredible. Um, for those of you who haven't seen it yet, uh, make sure you go watch it on the network. It's fucking awesome. Undisputed Era defeated Authors of Pain to retain the NXT Tag Team Titles in a brutal match. Ember Moon defeated Shina Blazer. Uh, uh, Baszler, how to say Baszler? Uh, Baszler to retain the women's title and then was beat up after the match. We'll see what happens with the consequences of that. Alistair Black defeated Adam Cole in their Extreme Rules match, and it was fucking insane. They had a spot where they set up two chairs back to back, as opposed to the Norway where they put the fronts together. Uh, and I was like, this is insane. So many brutal bumps. Uh, also, Velveteen Dream defeated Cash Zono, but he did not do it in the guaranteed 30 seconds. And finally, Andre AC and Almas defeated Johnny Gargano to retain his title in what was, hey man, it got five stars from Meltzer. It deserved every bit of it. It was an amazing match by those two. Can't wait to see where they go from here. All right, Bob, you're good. You're good. All right. Huh? It's not. That's not smoke. It's steam. It's not. I promise you. I, my. For those of you who, who listen to my pod or our podcast in the winter, you'll sometimes hear my radiator going off. Um, it's going off right now, but I threw a towel over the steam vent to try to like lessen the sound. It's I promise it's not smoke. It's it's radiating. So it All right, rumble the ramble. Um, interesting uh, way to set up the card, and we have what we believe is this the. Hurst ever women's main event of a pay-per-view? As far as I'm aware of, this is the first time that women have main evented a WWE pay-per-view. I could be wrong. I've been saying it, so maybe I should do, I should do my, my fact-checking. But as far as I know, this is the first time that the women have main evented a pay-per-view. Um, and it is obviously the first women's rumble. Yeah. Uh, so predictions... Corey is your new champ on oh, the podcast. Wow. And to think you you were given the opportunity for your win. I think I you think were given th- it and you chose. Can no. I tell you? I think that the only fair thing to do because I said no because I wanted to wait for us to have more announcement for it. I think that the fair thing to do is to give me a. POD that's POD four in the bank that I can cash in on a on a future prediction. You get one? One. You get one. One contract okay. opportunity okay. to reclaim POD. Sure. And I'm gonna wait until I until we've done the prediction. Not I'm not you know, I can't say it after the match after the matches or whatever. I have uh-huh. to say it while we're on the air. But if I look at a card prediction from now on and I'm just like Oh yeah, that's a stone cold lock of the cinch, baby. I'm gonna be like cashing in my POD. 
I that I think that that's that's fair. I I managed. I I predicted TBD, which is a stupid decision. I did predict the revival and Usos, both of which turned out to be clutch. Uh, if we're talking overall winners, not including including non podcast hosts, uh-huh. KT beats me on tiebreak. Oh, because the crowd didn't. The boo. crowd did not boo because it ended with Ronda. Uh, Kayla got five. She started off hot. She had, she did. She was leading. She had like yeah. four points at one point when we all had three. Yeah, she was she was winning up until um the the men's rumble uh is where she she kind of lost it. Uh, so let's go through this real quick on the pre-show. Bobby Roo defeated TBD, who turned out to be Mojo, Mojo Raleigh. Uh, we heard rumors of a lot of shakeups that happened the night of. We, I had heard that Adam Cole, Bebe, was rumored to have been in this match, uh, but they didn't want him to lose. Uh huh. Um, there was a couple other people rumored, one of which was Ziggler coming back, which, hey, maybe that would have been better than what happened to him. Uh, and then we'll get to that. And then ultimately, Mojo Raleigh answered the call. They had a serviceable match. It was fun. It was whatever. I mean, it, it was, was just like their match for the U.S. Yeah. belt. It wasn't great in their tournament, but it wasn't terrible. It just was a serviceable it match. Um, Bobby Roode retains the club versus the revival had a pretty decent match. Revival goes over. Um, so now they're they're fifty fifty. So their feud continues. Mm-hmm. Um, Lucha Cruisers, as Bob dubbed them, versus Cruiser Rejects, also as Bob dubbed them. Uh, that's Gulak, TJP, and Jack Gallagher versus Lince Dorado, Grand Metalik, and Kalisto. Uh, and uh, I was read ahead. Lucha Cruisers pick up the win. It was fun. Some cool spots. Yeah. The Gulak no fly zone spot with TJP was fun. Jack Gallagher. Or was it Jack? Yeah. Who jumped off and was like, I can do this. And he kind of like flopped. Uh huh. Um, main card. We opened with AJ. Styles, Blade J, Kyle, uh, versus uh, Blade J, Kyle. <laughs> I just missed a call from an international number. Huh, that's weird. Versus uh, Cammy and Sammy. I refuse to say call them by that name. Uh, I thought it was a very fun match. There was a little bit of confusion here and there. Um, yeah, I mean, there was one or two fun spots. Uh, I really like the whole. AJ cutting off Kevin from tagging in Sammy, so he just runs out of the ring and then cuts oh, back in. Oh, that was in. beautiful. Beautiful. Um, but, I mean, it, I feel like it was fairly predictable. They weren't going to make it overly complicated with two champs. I mean, I thought there was a chance that they would go because it would be interesting, but obviously with how the Rumble turned out, it all makes a lot more sense now. Um. AJ Styles gets the win. Uh, next, we had uh, Usos and Benjamin and Gable. Is that right? Yeah. I believe so. And in a shocking <laughs> twist. Usos retained. I don't know why you thought it was so shocking. No. The, sh- the shocking twist was they went two straight falls. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and and hey, at, at first I was sort of like, huh. But the more I thought about it, I was very happy that they keep the gimmick of two out of three falls alive by doing this. True. Because now we know that, hey, it could end after right. two falls. It's not just a one, one, one match. It's a. I wasn't sure if it was maybe. Match sometimes. I wasn't sure if it was maybe a botched spot because there was a little bit of confusion at the end of that second fall. It happened so quickly, like lightning strike, just bam, bam, bam. And all of a sudden it was one, two, three. Um, but hey. Uh, everyone seemed to be fine come Tuesday. So, and now the Bludge Bros are going to Woo! be next. Get ready! What happens when an unstoppable push meets an immovable push? Uh, uh next up we had the Men's Rumble. What? 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 Middle of the card Men's Rumble. It was a. Uh, it was interesting choice because it was like. It was definitely. Well, we were, I was anticipating it was going to be the women's rumble. I thought they were going to like do the women's rumble to start, or maybe the right. women's rumble after a couple matches. Sure. Um, 
I also was not anticipating as good of a women's rumble as we got. We got a very good women's a rumble. Very good women's rumble. Um, but the men's rumble, holy crap, this is one of the best men's rumbles. It was very definitely solid. the best we've had in years. I I will say this: it was a little surprising how few returns or debuts we got. I mean, if you really think about it, yeah. But I mean, like we got Greg, uh, Sh- Shane Helms, Gregory Helms, sure. So we got the hurry as the hurricane. Uh huh. We got Ray Mysterio, which admittedly a phenomenal person to put in there. Great uh-huh. pop, had a great performance. Loved Ray. We got Andrade Cien Almas, uh-huh. which was a which was a neat call up, even though it spoiled NXT for us. Well, they they did that a lot. Uh, so not only not only did they do it in the men's and the women's rumble, did they spoil two matches? But they showed that like that video package either on the kickoff show. I think it was on I the, think kickoff, it was the show. kickoff show because I managed to not pay attention. And to like it. I'm so uh, so here's what happened is that Bob came over for the show. He's chilling out in the living room. We have more people coming over for the rumble. I say, hey, I'm going to go jump in the shower real quick while before everyone else gets here. Bob's like, cool. I'll just like sit here and goof off and watch the rumble out in the living room. Uh, so I'm in the shower with my tablet and my and my my speaker thing, you know, uh, up on the wall. And I'm listening to the kickoff show in the shower. And all of a sudden they start this promo package where they're literally spoiling every match from NXT TakeOver Philly. And I'm like, after I heard the first the first spoilers, I was like, oh, they're just going to spoil all of it. So I'm literally in my shower going like, ah, la, la, I can't grab the tablet because I'm wet and shit. I'm like, ah, la, la, oh, fuck. I don't want to hear any of this shit. Stuck in there is a prison, Bob. Is a is a fucking prison. Uh, I was very annoyed that they would just do that. And then the end of the fucking promo is literally them going, hey, watch take over philadelphia it's like you just spoiled everything what the hell was that beeping sound it was a light tinkling sound as i was getting this and i was tapping on something so oh i was like what the fuck was that noise um so yeah it's like they spoiled the fucking nxt takeover on the kickoff show i was like why would i want to watch takeover philadelphia when you just told me the results of every match in a video promo uh, but we did get Andrade Cien Almas. We got uh, uh, Adam Cole, baby. Uh, so I think really that was it. Yeah, just really those four. But I mean, like, I know you're all like, ooh, I want more. But also their roster is just so stacked, stacked and deep and have so yeah. many people that, like, they can't. I mean, sure. They only got 30 spots. Yeah, I know. Unless you want another forty man rumble, I do. Give me a give me a Royal Rumble pay per view that is a forty man rumble, and gonna be honest, it was a very great women's rumble. But since we're not gonna have that many, they've used up most of their surprise callbacks for any future rumbles. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Have a forty man rumble and a twenty five woman rumble, maybe twenty woman rumble. And that's the pay-per-view. Just that's it. Two. That's the whole pay-per-view. 40-man rumble. A 40-man rumble, a 20-25 woman rumble, and a title match. And that's the whole pay-per-view. Also, it's three hours instead of four. You'd watch it. Sure. You'd fucking watch it. Because that would be great. All, th- all thriller, no filler, baby. Like, that's what that would be. Or a massive disappointment. It would go one <laughs> of two ways every year. It would either be all thriller, no filler, and, or... The worst fucking thing that's ever happened. Uh, so the men's rumble uh, was pretty interesting. It came down to the old versus the new. Uh-huh. At the end of the yeah. day. Cena and Orton. Mysterio and Orton, Orton versus against Nakamura, Finn, and Reigns. Roman Reigns. And uh, hey, uh, Ray hit a 619. He had a couple 619s. He had one that was a double on Roman and Cena. And Cena was talking to Roman while hanging on the ropes, like seconds before getting hit. And I remember jumping up, and being like, "Cena, corpse, like, send for the man." Uh, some great spots in there. There were some spots that were like, "What the fuck?" Like, what the what was the point of bringing out the hurricane for him to immediately lose to Cena? 
And then not get the GM spot on 205 spoilers. I was like, okay. I mean, granted, I like who they chose for the GM spot, but still, like, okay. So what was that about? Uh, Ziggler coming back just to get dunked on. I don't, I don't even know if he got one. Maybe he got one elimination. Maybe. Maybe. But, he but got, he's number 30. And for him to get in the ring and only be in there for maybe a minute, maybe two, two would be generous. He was not in for very long. Um. Also, the Heath Slater spot was was funny. I liked it, and I, I liked thought it. Was it. A highlight. I definitely liked it. I thought maybe it went on too long with him, like the precursor of it, with him getting kicked by like what three, four guys two, on the. It was only like two or three. Um, because you have to remember that Corbin hit him on his way out. Sure. So like, he, he was coming in as the entrant. Corbin sure knocks him out. And like two or three dudes hit him on his way to the ring. Sheamus throws him in, and then he immediately throws out Sheamus, which was that, great. And it kept Sheamus fresh, yeah, for their match later because he Cesaro, had a later match. And Cesaro had a nice run. Cesaro was in there for a bit, um, but anyway, end Cesaro of the day, and uh, Rollins were really oh, the yeah. Iron Men of because Finn. Rollins was in a one-on-two match essentially. Yeah, and also Finn sure was, was in there for almost 50, an hour. 57 minutes, 38 Some, seconds, I think is what like the that. club said on Raw. They it's made only a point. 57 minutes. They made a point of hammering in his time. Sure. Uh, but anyway, it was a great match. And in the end, it came down to Shinsuke and the Big Dog. And everyone was like, I want to be excited, but they're going to do it. They're just going to put it on Roman again, aren't they? In God Philly. damn it. And dude, the best part is that it, it, they're in Philly. Right? So. The crowd was the crowd was like getting their arms cocked with their beers to like, <laughs> we're going to uh, drench this ring. Uh, oh my God. Because literally it is either this is the best rumble of all time. Ah, I don't know if it's the best rumble of all time. It's either a great rumble yeah. or the worst rumble ever. Because... Everyone was chanting Daniel Bryan because of the fucking. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say like I didn't. I thought it was impossible for him to be there. I straight up predicted him as a possible number thirty to come out, uh, because of dirt sheet shit and also betting odds in Vegas. And everyone kept saying there's no way that the Vegas betting odds are being so heavily influenced by just fan opinion. They almost always have credibility to back them up somehow whether it's leaked information or expert analysis, they don't just throw the odds out willy-nilly, but something must have happened because either they changed the plan or it was never real to begin with because Daniel did not come out at number 30. So it was either going to be a great rumble or the worst rumble ever. And my God, when Shinsuke won, I know I popped. I jumped off the couch. Oh, yeah. I ran into your kitchen. It was great, dude. Like we were, We were just dancing and having fun. And uh, everyone in Philly went fucking insane. It was great. Shinsuke great won. Moment. Great moment. Uh, so then we had probably worst match of the night. Which I called, by the way. And, called Shinsuke. Oh, yeah, you did. So, so did I. Double points. Uh, so here's the thing. We didn't even predict this match because we forgot it was going to happen. I was so not looking forward to it. Uh-huh. No offense to the bar. I love the bar. Sure. The bar is amazing. I love Seth Rollins. This Jason Jordan, Seth Rollins tag team team up has kind of been a weird experiment that has not worked for me personally. I am not having fun with it or enjoying it. It's not making Jason even look more heelish to me at this point. It's just sort of like, what a bitch. I disagree. I feel like he's getting a lot of the appropriate crowd reactions he's supposed sure. to be getting. No, I mean, for a while, for a while, it was definitely effective in making him look like a heel because he was doing things like coming out and interfering in a way that uh, made Seth look like an a-hole and then also signing Seth up for matches. I think it had been going fine the last like week. It was sort of like, okay, what are we doing now? Because now it's just like, we're going for the titles again. Uh, like uh, It's just like they had the titles or uh, they're, they're putting the titles up against the bar. There was just sort of this sort of, holding pattern thing was going on where I was like, okay, like we have to keep building Jordan because he's no fuck, no offense. He's, he's fucking forgettable. So you kind of have to keep building with him. It's like, otherwise he comes back like two weeks later and you're like, oh yeah, I forgot this guy annoys the shit out of me. Um, and then at the, at, uh, allegedly this had to do with a real injury um, to his neck. 
Uh, yeah, he's taking the kayfabe too far, brother. <laughs> Working himself into a shoot. Uh, apparently, he's nursing an actual neck injury, and that's why he wasn't in the Rumble. That's why he wasn't on Raw the week before. And also, that's why in the match, he literally just tags himself in, stumbles around for a minute, and then tags himself out. And then sits on the stairs while Seth Rollins gets a beating. So the bar wins. They get the title again. And nothing really to say. Even if Jordan hadn't been injured, it sucks following the Rumble. Yeah. <laughs> like, you can't really expect, regardless, even if they'd had a five-star match, you're right after the Rumble. Right. I, and, you know, half the arena was out in a bathroom line because they just sat through an hour-long Rumble, you know? And bathroom break. So yeah, the crowd was quiet. People were tired. You know what? Need, you know what we needed in that slot was just like I don't know. Uh, Curtis Hawkins versus a group. Kurt of, Hawkins. Kurt, I keep I keep mashing them together. Kurt Hawkins and Curtis Axel. Kurt, Kurt Curtis Curtis Axelkins. Uh, Kurt Hawkins versus like a pack of Velociraptors. Just a nice popcorn bathroom break match, bloodshed in the ring. Um. Anyway, after that was a lackluster triple threat. Uh, see, I. Mm, it's tough for me because there was a lot of fun moments in that triple threat match. There was a lot of fun moments in that triple threat match, and also Kane was in it, and Kane didn't do great. Kane. Sort of pushing Braun Strowman instead Through of a, a table, and Braun's like, "Oh!" And even the commentary team was like, "It's almost like Braun fell through the table. Like he knew his momentum might carry him anyway, so he just was like, I'm just gonna hit it as hard as I can." I'm like, "Shut up!" Well, also, I feel like Lesnar concussed Strowman. Also. It's possible. I mean, there was some... Because Strowman accidentally gives Lesnar a stiff knee. Apparently, this, is like 30, this is like 30 seconds into the match, too, it should be noted. Apparently, uh, because this was incredibly cut out during the audio feed, uh, Lesnar shouted at Strowman to slow the fuck down. Oh, is that what he said? Yes. And then he because the audio feed cut out for he gives Strowman a stiff knee and then gives him and then gives him a stiff fist to the head that honestly looks like it could have concussed Strowman. They for whatever fucking reason decided to fucking replay that this shoot moment in how how did you find out about what he said? Because the audio feed legit, you're not exaggerating. It cut out for like three seconds somebody had like gifted and was like i think this is what he says on twitter i'd have to look it up but i wouldn't doubt that that's what he said because braun did come out a blazing he hit him real hard with that knee and i remember seeing the knee and being like oh fuck that looked rough and then the audio just cuts out and i go oh no brock's doing that thing where he brock forgets, got angry where he forgets what kind of ring he's in uh remember when when he got bitch slapped by roman and then legit, we thought he might be trying to shoot murder this man in in, in the ring at WrestleMania. Uh-huh. And he hit him with some brutal shots. Uh, he hit, they slow-mo replay this punch. And you see his fist come in. And as soon as it connects, you see like the shockwave the ripples. Ripple. And then you see his entire, it's like his skull rattling in his fucking head. His like cheek on the other side goes like. It's like, oh my God, dude, what a shot. And then Braun just sort of goes the fuck down. And and takes a nap for a moment. And then looked out of it for the rest of the match. A little bit. I mean, he still managed to pull off some cool shit. Uh, and Brock, too. I mean, I thought it was a lot of fun. Uh, you and I were the only people in the entire house who thought that that match had a chance of going over 9-15. And it did. Uh, I think it was about 10. Maybe a little over. 10 minute match. More than that. Um, it definitely went over nine nine the nine fifteen, which was our over underline. Um, but anyway, so that match obviously Lesnar retained. I mean, you knew the outcome before I even read it. Uh, which left us with the women's rumble. Uh, it was great. The women's rumble. There's really no two ways around it. The the women's rumble was great. Uh, so many people came back. 
We had Lita came out pretty early. Trish came out number 30. We had Jacqueline. We had uh, uh, Michelle McCool. We had Tori Wilson. Uh, we had Nikki Bella, Brie Bella. We had um, Vicky Guerrero came out for a funny spot. Uh, there was, there was, I'm, I'm missing some. I feel like there was nine or 10. Uh, also we had Ember Moon come up and Kyrie Sane, which was cool. Um, I don't think they came up. Well, they, they main roster debuted in the sense that they were in the rumble. Sure. They, I don't think that they're, they're, they're staying in NXT, especially Ember Moon. She's the champion. Um, and Kyrie's great, but she's not ready. I don't think for the main roster just yet. Um, but that being said, it was it was it was star studded. It was fantastic. I was a little shocked that Lita came out so early and Trish came out so late. I thought that they might have put them in together, but um, only thing that I didn't like that a lot of people liked was Michelle McCool. Uh, I didn't think that she looked as in ring shape as I kind of had hoped she would have looked. Um, I mean, Tori Wilson didn't look amazing. Oh, Molly Holly came out too. How can I forget Molly Holly? She was the best. I feel like she was the best uh, woman. Who yeah. returned? Well, she's a uh, she's a teacher, so she's still doing yeah. it. Yeah, it is. It was, she was great. That fucking leg drop she dropped off the top rope. Mm-hmm. Man, it was. There were some critical cool moments. Some of Michelle McCool's eliminations, she got like three or something. Like yeah, that. and they she, looked rough. She, had, she has the record now for most eliminations in a women's. Rumble. She had five, I think. It's insane. And some of them were just the one she dumped somebody over and they hit a cameraman. It just looked real dangerous. Con yeah, Jacqueline like, like landed rough. Con was like, "Why are you booing?" And I'm just like, "Because Michelle McCool's gonna kill somebody." Um. So anyway, she she looked a little bit rough. A really interesting moment when Trish came out. Kelly Kelly was shit. Kelly Kelly was. Uh, Tori Tori was better than I actually thought she would be because Tori wasn't necessarily amazing. Tori Wilson was always like bikini eye candy type uh-huh. talent. So she looked better than I thought she would. Um, and Vicky Guerrero was just fucking swoon. I loved it. It was so right. great. Her coming down to the ring. Going, it's a joke me. spot, but and hey, how many joke spots have been there for men's? If, and if hers you, was perfect. If you are a bad enough bitch to come to the ring in fucking stiletto heels. heels. I don't think it was stiletto. They looked but like they, they were heels. I mean, they were definitely, if they weren't stiletto, they were definitely not wedge platform heels. They were no. like heel heels. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but, I mean, I think they, they're they like may not boots. have been stiletto, but they were definitely fucking heels, and they were not the real wide set in the back heels. They had a point to them. She, if you are bad, regardless, if you are a bad enough bitch to come down to the ring for the rumble in heels, knowing you are asked out to get thrown over that top rope, and you don't have just regular shoes to land in, you're a badass bitch. Vicky Guerrero came down, did her spot, got tossed over the rope, and fucking took it like a champ, and then fucking. Beamed Carmella in the face. I fucking loved it. Vicky was mm-hmm. Vicky was amazing. So happy that she made it down. Um, Beth Phoenix was another one that, that was in the Rumble, and she she had an amazing spot with Nia Jax. I don't even know how I forgot about her. Um, she picked up Nia Jax uh, for like a Samoan drop style move. Um, I mean, Nia got the better of her, um, but I mean, it was still a great spot. It was such a fun Rumble. Such a great way to end the night. Um, and in the end, uh, Trish came out number 30, uh, despite the crowd chanting for Ronda Rousey. But they were not they were not disappointed because Trish was a, a pleasant surprise. So they booked that incredibly well. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the end, Asuka is your winner. Um, Japan goes over. Yeah, for real. Uh, Asuka wins. Uh, and then at the end of the match... Charlotte gets in the ring. Alexa Bliss gets in the ring. They had both been ringside. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, I should just say, Stephanie wasn't bad on commentary, but she was she, she was not offensive. But she added nothing. She added nothing. She did that thing where she just sort of like sat there, and then every once in a while was like, "Isn't this historic?" And it's like, okay, you and know, like, she, all right, she's here too. The only funny moment was somebody said something about. Somebody suggest one of the other commentators suggested that something turned them on, and she had like a clap back about it. Um, I don't even remember what the line was now. Someone was like, "I could watch her do anything," and then Steph was like, "Do you remember the moment I'm talking no. about?" 
Ah, uh, there was some kind of a moment where maybe it was Corey or somebody Probably. was like, I could watch her do anything. And Steph was just like, hey, now watch it. <laughs> um, but anyway. That's probably when Mandy Rose was in the ring. Oh, that's probably when it was. So anyway, you know, Alexa gets in there, Charlotte gets in there, and Asuka's just about to, like, you know, pick one of them, we mm-hmm. think, when all of a sudden, I don't give a damn about reputation, and uh, Ronda Rousey comes out. Uh-huh. And uh, she pointed, and she pointed. And she went for a handshake and got denied Asuka was by like, Asuka. No handshakes for you. Uh, she was wearing Roddy Piper's jacket that his son gave to her. Uh-huh. Uh, so I guess she's sticking with the rowdy Ronda Rousey gimmick. Uh-huh. Which, like, okay, sure. I guess it kind of, like, gives you something for the people who don't know who you are, really. To get into. To get into. Um, but whatever. I mean, I'm not going to hate on it. It was cool seeing her. I was very surprised. She didn't really say anything. she goes over and gives Stephanie a handshake, and Stephanie accepts it. Begrudgingly, but yes. She kind of like does this, like, I don't know if I can trust you. And then there's more pointing, and And then that's it. Lots of pointing. It was a pointy rumble. Uh, Oh, yeah. Also, since we didn't mention it, they asked Nakamura, and he said he wanted to fight AJ Styles. Hey, which geez. was expected because they keep the SmackDown feud on SmackDown. Dream match, dude. It's gonna be it great. is going to be a great match. Russell. Assuming it, it, he's the champ at Mania. This is a, a rematch from Wrestle Kingdom nine. Nine. I want to say nine. It's, I think it was nine or ten, but I, th- I, I want to like say nine. nine. Yeah, they had a. That was a great match too. Uh, so that was the Rumble. And now I can throw away this good peep of you, and congrats on your win. Um, it was a lot of fun. Ten out of ten would rumble again. Um, the women thing was such a success. Um, and WWE got their first five star match in seven, seven years. Uh, yes. Well, the 2011 six and a half. Six and a half is the years. 2011 Money in the Bank pay, Money in the Bank pay per view. John Cena versus CM Punk, which, by the way, is still one of my favorite matches of all time. That well, match sure. is, is insane. If you ever want to hear what what a true crowd pop sounds like, <laughs> just skip to the to the three count that ends that match in Chicago. Uh, so Monday Night Raw. Basically, the point of Monday Night Raw <coughs> was uh, the men's elimination chamber pay-per-view. We're going to start setting that up. Uh, Asuka doesn't get a chance to decide who she wants to fight because Sasha comes out and interrupts her. <coughs> um, so it looks definitely like we're getting heel Sasha. Also, it should be noted in the Rumble, she did toss out Bailey. Yes. Which, while everyone was like, yeah, it is every woman for themselves. It definitely felt like it was unnecessary for her to eliminate her friend at that time. Yeah. Because, I mean, like, there was the... Um, the heel faction was still in the ring. So uh, Earlier in the night, uh, Roman had tossed out Seth. Sure. And they did a whole, like, ha, 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 gotcha, buddy. And also, you have a match later tonight where you're the champ defending your belt. So Seth was like, I ain't even mad. Like he, at first he was like, shocked. but this was like, ah, uh, you're gone. Urgh. Yeah, and they didn't even like show Bailey being like, ha They were just like, okay, like, I guess she's gone. And Bailey looked kind of sad and dejected for the brief moment we did see her. She was like, what the fuck, my best friend, my best friend. Um, <coughs> the first elim- so we're setting up for the elimination chamber where I guess they're gonna do it where whoever wins is the number one contender. I doubt they're putting Brock in the match. No, yeah, it's 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 uh, to face Brock. At they, WrestleMania, they announced that. Yeah, because sometimes they do it for the champion. Because they're like, I think I think on Raw, they're like, we already know who's going to be facing uh, for uh, the Styles, WWE yeah. belt, but we need to know who's going for the Universal belt, and sure. so we'll be having an extreme. However, it is for the belt for the women's ex- uh, elimination chamber, which is interesting. Also, that the women are getting an elimination chamber. That'll be fun. I believe this is one of the last major stipulation gimmicks that the women haven't done yet. 
Yes. Have they I had mean, a ladder match? Yeah, Money in the Bank. Oh, right, yeah. They have not had a TLC. Uh, and then the most of the other ones that they haven't had... They had Kendo stick on a pole. <laughs> most of the other... I, that was me almost dying. My soul tried to escape. Uh, most of the other ones that they really haven't had are matches that they just don't have anymore. Yeah. Like Buried Alive slash Casket War matches. Games just War came games. back. Uh, Inferno matches. Like, they, of course they haven't done one of these yet because the men aren't doing them anymore either. Uh, but fuck it. Give give Nikki Cross Inferno matches her gimmick. I'll watch that shit. I'll watch the fuck out of that. You try to look me in the eyes and tell me you wouldn't watch a match where Nikki Cross fucking called out someone for an Inferno match. Could be a lot of fun. <coughs> But they will get an Elimination Chamber as well. Uh, that was announced. But Braun Strowman versus Kane. Real quick synopsis of, of this match. Kane tried to get some offense in. Braun was like, oh, hell no. Well, first off, it's a no DQ match. Or a uh, last, man last man standing match. Yeah. So basically, I'll skip to the end of this match. Braun is beating the ever-loving fuck out of Kane. And he drags his ass up the ramp. And then Kane is sort of like wibbly wobbly, like almost fucking falling over. And then Strowman goes, I need to find something to bury this man. And he goes over towards the desk and I'm like, oh, cool. He's going to get up there and he's going to put the desk on him like we've seen before. And instead, this goddamn monster fucking flips the whole fucking stage platform that the desk is on. On to Kane. And I was legitimately like, what in the fuck am I seeing? <laughs> like, the scaffolding hook, the scaffolding with the grappling hook was like, okay, that was pretty insane. The truck, of course it's insane. The ambulance, but these are all backstage things, you know what I mean? These are all, like, not happening live. Mm-hmm. They were taped. And you could, so they can shoot around the hydraulic presses that are clearly helping them do this. This was just, and I'm sure that there was assistance. I'm sure there was something giving him some lift and help on this. But the fact that it happened live at ringside, basically, uh, was insane. And to watch him flip that whole thing and all the wires and all. And we lost audio from the commentary team for minutes. For minutes, there was just nothing but the crowd mics. And I was Uh like, what is this? This is insane. Kane is probably dead. I mean, Glenn Jacobs. Glenn Jacobs is probably dead. His mayoral opponent is probably like, yes, I win. Yes. yes. Do I win if my opponent gets murdered? What's a runoff election? Anyway, um, so Braun is going to the Elimination Chamber. Also, I love how later in the night they were like, Kane was taken to a medical facility, and while they were operating on him, he just he got escaped. up. And he got he had escaped. No one knows the whereabouts of Kane. And I was just like, come on, man. Come on, man. What? Okay. Uh, Elias beat Matt Hardy uh, to also qualify for the chamber. And But you can also argue that Matt Hardy lost due to a uh, distraction by Bray Wyatt. Yeah, but the, I thought the I thought the laughter thing happened after the match was over. No, I'm pretty sure like they did the and then Matt Hardy was like, whoa, whoa, I, and he didn't see him, and then he got Elias. I don't know. It was one point. Way or the is other. their feud is going on, and Apparently. Elias is going to the chamber to eat a pin. Yeah. Well, so I guess there's that. Um, I'm not really super stoked with what's been happening with Matt. I thought they'd make him look stronger, but maybe they're going full broken. Maybe that's what that's leading to. It's possible. It's and here's possible. the thing is that put a pin in Matt Hardy and we'll get to that in the news. Tell remind me about that. Okay. <clears throat> so, uh, Elias, uh, wins Roman Reigns versus the Miz intercontinental championship rematch. Uh, Miz retains. Uh, and uh, we got Paul Heyman tweet uh, tweet about the number one contender match. Uh, then we got Beauty and the Man Beast, which is apparently the official tag team name of Heath Slater and Rhino. They've used it in the past versus the Revival. Of course, Revival gets the win. Dudley Boys are going to the Hall of Fame. 
Uh, Asuka has a pretty good match against Sasha Banks and wins with the Asuka lock. Um, we, we had so many of those handicam promos that they, they keep doing on Raw and SmackDown now. And I find them so weird. I don't mind the how they do them, but I do not necessarily care for the weird text overlay that they add to it. I would be fine with the handicam if it wasn't for the text. The text works for the for the mix match challenge stuff. I like that. <coughs> the way they've been doing it for the mix match challenge, where they like pop up like the catchphrase of the team or whatever. Mm-hmm. I actually enjoy that. I don't need it for every single one of these ones that they're randomly doing. Uh, Titus World Weird got a championship oh, match against the bar because they had actually won twice against them recently. Uh, it was actually a pretty good match. Uh, I thought it was fun. Uh, I mean, it wasn't like match of the year candidate, but it was definitely an entertaining bout. And in the end, the bar winds up winning. Uh, so we retain the championship of the bar. Ronda Rousey doesn't debut. They make a promo about her, but she doesn't come back. And then we have the Finn Balor versus John Cena match for the third spot in the Elimination Chamber. And I have to say, I thought it was a very good match. Um, I thought it was it was a lot of fun. There was definitely a lot of back and forth. Uh, was it me, or did John Cena actually sort of seem rattled by the crowd? Like, legitimately just sort of... Just, he kept stopping and looking at the crowd and saying, I'm just trying to go to WrestleMania. And it was super weird. And like he had also and then was, at one point he'd like jumped out of the ring and like ran over to the timekeeper's table and then they cut to like a commercial. Yeah, I, for like out of nowhere. It was just like cut. I was like, what is happening? Uh he also had a couple moments like that at the Rumble where he was reacting to the crowd. Uh, when, especially when it was him and Roman staring each other down while Finn and Shinsuke were like napping in the corners. And, you know, he was like, he pointed at the crowd and did like a, this, like a duck kind of hand gesture. Like, Oh, they keep talking. They're talking, but we're going to do this right now. I don't know. It was weird. We could be all being worked by John, the extraordinary gentleman, but, uh, I don't know. It seemed like he got a little bit rattled. Um, and especially after the match, because John Cena wound up winning with an avalanche AA, uh, and the crowd was very unenthusiastic about his win. And uh, he looked kind of rattled, so I don't know if there's more story there that we'll get or not. But John Cena, Elias, and Braun Strowman are three of your confirmed members for the Elimination Chamber match. <coughs> I imagine this Monday we're going to get three fucking more, and it'll all be filled out. Because that's how they do, that's how they roll, right? Fill it up right away. SmackDown live. Shinsuke cuts a promo. He gets interrupted by Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. <coughs> Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn come out. AJ Styles comes out for an anticipated save. They talk about a tag team match, and Daniel Bryan confirms that there will be a tag team match. Um. And then also, uh, I don't remember if it was at this point or later in the show, but regardless, before that tag team match, uh, Daniel Bryan announced that they would get another shot at the Universal Championship and that next Tuesday we would have Sammy and Kevin face off with the winner being the number one contender. Mm -hmm. Uh, Which put kind of a rift into into their plans. Uh, We had... A moment with uh, Charlotte Flair. Yeah, Carmella's big almost moment. Ruby Riot and the Riot Squad interrupt and then knock Beat her, out. her the fuck down. And so Carmella's like, now's my chance. She and she runs holes out. Ass, holes that ass down to the ring. And then in her excitement to get the match set up, accidentally like knocks the ref out of the ring. She almost murders that man. That and, then, and then ball. she's like, Come on, get the match started. And then she's looking at Charlotte, who's starting to stir. And she's like, maybe not get the match going. And then Charlotte, Charlotte like starts getting up. Uh, Carmella just like grabs her case and hauls ass back out of the arena. She's like, nope, not, gonna, not tonight. Tonight's not the moment. I was just testing you. 
Uh, she almost ki- killed that fucking referee. That that spot was br- he landed on his fucking neck, dude. It was yeah. fucking brutal. I don't know if that was her bad or the ref's bad, but somebody fucked that spot up. Uh, but it was a fun little moment. I didn't want to spoil it for my coworkers when I was watching it, so my uh, reactions to it were. Uh, oh yeah, kind of lulzy. <laughs> kind of lulzy. They were. I went. Oh man, excitement. Maybe almost. <laughs> All most. Uh, we also had uh, next up a fatal four way to become the number one contender uh, for the U.S. Championship. Uh huh. And our winner was Rusev. It's Rusev Day. Day. Very excited. It is exciting, and we all hope that it is leading towards a double turn where Rusev becomes a proper full-on face and Bobby Roode becomes the heel he needs to be. Wouldn't it be nice if Rusev was champion? Oh, we wouldn't have to wait so long. Rusev as a face champ is something I want to see so much. Dude, Rusev with the U.S. championship going into WrestleMania, give him his tanks back. Give him his tanks back. Give him his tanks back. But this time he's a face with tanks. Right? I mean, he's last a Rusev time, day with, okay, with tanks. Think about this. Last time he was a heel with tanks and the crowd still went ape shit. Imagine if he was a face with tanks and as he's coming in, not just one, give him like three, like a small squadron of tanks. Well, yeah, he needs one for him, Aiden, English, and Lana. Oh, my God. It's so it writes itself. <laughs> and imagine, like, they point the cannons up, and he goes, Rusev Day! And, and they all fires fire out. Or, oh, I was going to say flags that say Rusev Day. Oh, my God! Happy they're, Rusev Day! They're like, they're like uh, the toy guns that shoot the bang flags. Yeah, but And it says, Happy Rusev Day! day and then like confetti comes down and he just comes oh my god i'm getting look at this getting goosebumps hairs on my arm standing up (laughs) oh my god uh so rusev won which was fucking awesome um then the usos cut a promo uh and they were interrupted by the bludgeon brothers coming out for a bludge bros a squash match that they had yeah against Somebody's Drew Gulak's brother. Drew Gulak's brother. He tweeted about it. Did you see his tweet? Yeah, he said, I, ho- I, I feel sorry for whoever is the Bludgeon Brothers' next opponent on SmackDown or something. Favorite, favorite reply to that tweet was a fan saying, so what you're saying is you have room for one more at Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> um, Fashion Files were doing something. Gable and Benjamin at came Hanukkah out. dinner. <laughs> uh, Gable and Benjamin came and interrupted them and said that they could beat them. Uh, Ty Dillinger got beaten by Baron Corbin. Uh, and then we ended the show with the tag team match. Yeah. Right? Between KO, Sammy, uh, and AJ Nakamura and, and AG. Uh, and AG. Sammy walked out on him twice. Yeah, that was kind of a weird spot he started walking out we went to commercial i thought he had walked out but he was back yeah he decided not to walk out and then he did walk out and that's because he had a mix match challenge uh smackdown was good though overall i enjoyed it i had fun uh you know it kept me entertained and it didn't feel like two hours so um it was a good show so we had a mix match challenge again we fucking love these things. Dude, Mix Match Challenge this week was the best one they've had this so far. was hands down for two reasons. First, in-ring action was great. But second, the post-match. So we had Braun and Alexa Bliss facing off against the incomparable Bay for Bob, Becky Lynch, and Sami Zayn. Uh-huh. The... Ginger, Ginger snaps, snaps, as they called themselves. That was a stupid name. They they killed themselves with their own gimmick. Uh, <laughs> uh, they came out. It was a good match. It was, it was very fun. There's a lot of great spots. Uh, the the, highlight, the yeah. whole the whole bit with Alexa wrestling Becky and getting kind of dominated, and then Strowman's like, "Come on, tag in." She's and like, then, "No, I'm like, doing it by myself." And he's like, "Okay, then." 
And then eventually when she comes, did you hear what she said when she tagged him in finally? What? When she when he when she came over when she made the text she was like hey are you just uh, keep in mind right, Braun, yeah. Braun asked twice for her to tag him in so that he could help her and she's like hey are you just gonna let me do all the work or are you gonna do some wrestling and then she tagged him in by smacking him on the pack and he's just like okay and I love how this is the first time we've seen Braun take abuse and knock it mad uh huh because what is he gonna do about it and so he he beats the fuck out of Sami Zayn uh huh um and in the end Alexa. Gets the wi- the win after doing a twisted bliss off of Braun's shoulders, and I just want to say it really puts things in perspective. Like, first off, she's like our height. No, or she's a little way shorter. shorter than us. She's, she's like a- five feet tall, dude. She's not. Look up her height. She's she is like she's a little shorter than us. Okay, Google. I got it. I got. It. She's billed at five one, dude. She's billed at five one. Okay. Okay. So she's so she's about eight inches shorter than us, right? Or like eight inches shorter than you? Yeah. Right? She's as tall as my mom and sister. Okay. So she's eight inches shorter than you. Regardless, even if you have you added eight inches onto Alexa, putting her next to Braun puts him in perspective, but more so putting him next to the turnbuckle because he towers over the turnbuckle. So when she jumped off of his shoulders for that twisted bliss, mm-hmm. she had a lot more distance to fall she, down. Did you notice when she got up there, she like her like legs are shaking for a second and she said something to Braun and he said, you can do it. <laughs> And she looked nervous as fuck. She hit it. She looked like she bruised her ribs when she got up from it, though. But she hit it, and they won. It was so cool. And then the post-match promo... They must be like, look, next time we have a match, you do your finisher. Yeah. Uh, And then the post-match promo, I was like, not usually one... I'm not usually a sucker for the whole, like, romance storylines. I'm usually sort of like, eh, whatever. There's been very few of them that I've been like... But yeah, they were both like... Was, they both said that the other was cute. Well, it's, and, the, and it started with Braun, didn't it? Yeah. Or no, did it start with no. Alexa? Alexa was like, you've got all these great qualities and you're pretty cute. And then Braun's like, you're pretty cute you too, too, Becky. And she's like, you mean or Alexa. Alexa. And then at the end, she's like, listen, Braun, I don't want to be presumptuous. But we're going all, all the, way. the way. And then it cuts. Crowd's the just like, yes. But then it yes, cuts to Braun's yes. face. And, and he's like. It's such, a t- it's such a tight, like, extreme close up. And he's like. like making this like, I'm kind of into this, but also what? And like, there's like sweat beating down his forehead. And he's like, uh. And she's like, to the finals of the Mixed Match Challenge. <laughs> it totally makes up for that video where she was like, I have a better idea. And they never fucking told us what the idea was. When like he when he was trying to help her lift the car, that's another thing. This mixed match challenge has had some fucking awesome like backstage creative promos with these with these teams, and I've really enjoyed it. Um, man, and you know what? It really just goes to emphasize is like some of these people they should just let them be themselves more on TV. You know what I mean? Like maybe not so heavily script every fucking interaction that everyone has because like these guys. Are, are cutting some fucking funny promos with, the, with you know, essentially their co-worker buddies. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, like, these backstage little promos are cutting for the Mixed Match Challenge. You can tell that it's not WWE copy, you know? For sure. But anyway, the Mixed Match Challenge is great. It was a lot of fun. And uh, that was SmackDown. We got on 205 Live. I didn't really follow the results from 205 Live, but we did get Rockstar Spud debuting as Drake Maverick, the new GM. Drake Maverick. Everyone says, uh, I mean, I I listened to some of his promo that he cut. It was great. Um, And uh, that's pretty much it for SmackDown. Wrestling news real quick. Uh, We have the rumored card for WrestleMania, according to Dave Meltzer. Um, He's been fairly accurate in the past on predicting uh, WrestleMania cards in January. But I will say this. This is obviously just rumor and speculation. Uh, if you don't want to hear spoilers for what could potentially be the WrestleMania card, um, I don't know, skip about 60 seconds ahead. Uh, WWE Universal Championship match, Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns. Expected. Uh, championship match, AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Expected. Undertaker versus John Cena is a weird one because I assumed that Undertaker was done. 
Who knows? But we'll have to see. Ronda Rousey and TBD, which is rumored to be The Rock or Kurt Angle, versus Stephanie McMahon and Triple H in a tag team match. Kind of expect Alexa Bliss versus Nia Jax. Interesting. Uh, well, because Ronda would be in the tag team match. Um, SmackDown. Well, I'm more interested that... Oscar goes for the SmackDown championship. There's that and that Nia doesn't... Alexa retains at the Elimination Chamber. Because uh, so, I was expecting Nia to win and then Asuka to, to challenge Nia. Sure. Uh, Charlotte Flair versus Asuka. Uh, huh. the, the Miz versus Braun Strowman for the IC title. Seth Rollins versus Jason Jordan. Andre the Giant Battle Memorial. Uh, Giant Memorial Battle Royale. And then a second Battle Royale. Rumored to be a gimmick Battle Royale. What? How would it? What? What do you mean by a gimmick battle royal? Uh, they've had those in the past where they have like fun, goofier characters. Yeah, but they don't really do that anymore. We don't have our Doink the Clowns and Isaac I, Yankums. I don't know what to tell you, Bob. <laughs> you're coming. You're you're shooting hard at me like I'm was, the one. No, I was wondering what if you could offer any more insight into what a gimmick battle royale yeah. is. It's terrible. It's usually terrible. It's usually just like old. It's like when I say old retired superstars, I mean like it'd be like fucking like Sergeant Slaughter coming back. It's, it'd be like Mantar. You know what I mean? Sure. Hopefully it's a women's one instead of a gimmick one. That would be even better. If they just had like a women's rumble battle royale. Um, or maybe like an NXT one instead, you know? That'd be fun. Uh, Seth Rollins denies that he's hurt. Uh-huh. Calls it fake news. Hashtag fake news. Uh, Kenny Omega talking about why he's kind of not super into coming to WWE. Interestingly enough, in an interview, he said it's because of the New Day. Um, and what he said was, is he said that Kofi Kingston has had talent for years and hasn't been given enough title opportunities. Big E could easily be a heavyweight champion or a singles champion, and he didn't for years. And then he was like, finally, they all found success by making it together as the New Day, by taking something creative gave them that sucked and sort of turning it on its head. But that eventually, now they're in this sort of cycle where it's like occasionally they're tag team champs, but they're considered to be so over that they don't need it. And they wind up getting used in a lot of like joke or gimmick or host spots. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he said that seeing how they squandered Kofi and Big E is definitely a reason why he doesn't want to come to WWE. Sure. Uh, Conor McGregor spoke out about Ronda Rousey's signing. Uh-huh. Uh, in an interview, he said, I'm not going to try to do an accent and offend everybody. Uh, I'm delighted for her. Absolutely over the moon for her. She looked like she really enjoyed herself at the event, and I was very, very happy to see her. She's a pioneer for the game. She's come through it all and faced big wins and big, big losses. And she came through it, and it's great to see her represent herself and mixed martial arts and have fun in the WWE. And I know that she's been a big fan of it all her life. So it's great to see that. Um, and then he said he's never getting back into a UFC ring again, and he's just going to run away with his belts and hide. Did he really? No. Because I didn't see that. I was guessing. No, because it says, furthermore, McGregor also emphasized that he's looking to return to the Octagon this year. So, oh, about time. Yeah. I was, like, I was like, where are you reading this, Bob? Um, Drew Galloway has a one-off in uh, ICW. Uh, to enter in, their Hall of Fame. Uh, in Yeah, he's going to be inducted into the Hall of Fame um, for at Insane Championship Wrestling. Um, so that's kind of fun that he gets to return to Scotland for this one night. At first, when I saw that he was making a, a uh, return to ICW, I was like, no, we just got him. I mean, I know he's hurt right now, but we just got him back finally at WWE. Uh so that's kind of cool. Trish Stratus also confirms. Well, they said confirms. Sports key to put it as confirms Paige's retirement on Lillian Garcia's podcast. I don't necessarily think that it's that, pay, that uh, Paige's retirement can be confirmed by Trish Stratus, but she did mention that uh, WWE is looking for other things to do with Paige other than wrestling because she can't wrestle right now. Um, so, 
Mark Henry is going to be inducted in the Hall of Fame this year. Uh, is that been that hasn't been confirmed on TV, but uh, um, it's that's a popular rumor going around. Uh, so far, we have Goldberg and the Dudley Boys going in. Yes. Uh, and here's what I was getting at with um, Matt, oh, Hardy. Matt Hardy. Right. Uh, WWE has hired Jeremy Borash from Impact. Sure. And Borash was a large part of building the Broken Universe. Sure. Uh, and so now, if he's going to be coming to WWE, a lot of people are wondering what his role is going to be, and if it's just going to be helping with creative, sure. like building out stuff. So, I mean, if you're a little concerned with Broken Universe, it looks like they just hired one of the key masterminds behind it, sure. and now they have all of the talent who is involved in creating it working in the WWE uni- like sure. world umbrella. Sure. Also, fun fun backstage photo on Twitter of Rockstar Spud. Uh, I'm sorry, Drake Maverick uh, interacting with his son King Maxel. I mean, um, in all fairness, it's not like Rockstar Spud is any particular great name. No, 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 no. I like Drake Maverick more. I just think it was just really interesting that they were able to keep. I mean, they were able to keep their gimmicks if they wanted, and obviously EC3 is keeping EC3. Uh, Ricochet is being booked right now as Trevor Ricochet Man. Um, so we'll see what they do with that. Uh, heavy Machine. Uh, not you mean he- War, War Machine? Machine. Yeah. I didn't say Heavy Machine. Well, Heavy Machinery is where you got confused with. Yeah. Uh, War Machine uh, is keeping the War Machine branding. Um, so they could have kept it, but I mean, Rockstar Spud is definitely. I think Drake Maverick has a little bit more like power behind the name. But anyway, point was they had a backstage photo with him and King Maxwell uh, that he uploaded and was like, huh, this child seems so familiar. Like, I've met him before. Which, if you remember, Rockstar Pud lost uh-huh. a match. Yes. Um, so that's interesting. I'll, I'm, I'm happy. I'm looking forward to seeing what they do with the Broken Universe. Hopefully they don't squander it. Uh-huh. Any other wrestling news? Or are we going to get the fuck out of here? Uh, I think that's going to... All right, everybody. You can, follow, you can follow Bob Feckety on Twitter, at Bob Feckety. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, at CB Poindexter. You can follow both of us on Facebook oh, and wait, Twitter. Oh, wait, wait. Just uh, breaking news breaking coming news. in from the Ring of Honor Twitter account. Oh, yeah? Cody Rhodes versus Kenny Omega and the fate of Bullet Club will go down in New Orleans at the Ring of Honor Supercard on Saturday, April 7th. That's WrestleMania weekend. It is Mania weekend. Wow. Because they did have Kenny Omega fight, uh, get hit by, uh, by Cody and also some of the members of Bullet Club uh, recently. Um, and they were teasing that it would be a breakup uh, of the Bullet Club, and Kota Ibushi came in for the save of all things to reu- to possibly reunite. What were they called? Golden Lovers or something like that? I think these guys are just living their fantasy of being able to be the next NWO and now NWO Wolfpack. Yeah, I'm fine with it. It's fun so far. Uh, anyway... You can follow uh, both of us on Twitter and Facebook at Small Package POD. That's POD for podcast. Uh, and make sure you follow us on Facebook. We post whenever we go to live indie shows. We show uh, post photos and videos and clips like that. Uh, also, if you follow us on Twitter, tweet there is at another us. Evolve, show, Evolve 100 coming up soon. We might we? be going to it. Uh, you can also uh, follow us on Twitter. And if you tweet at us, we'll try to read it on the show. All right, everybody. We'll be back next week with more wrestling news wrestling snooze here on the small package shop. Hit them with it, Bob. Small package! <laughs>